The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It's a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys as it's week four of the the NFL season and the Dallas Cowboys getting ready to take on the Carolina Panthers this week at AT&T Say It With Your Chest. We've got 45 minutes to say it with our chest this Friday, and you're going to do it along with us here on DallasCowboys.com. Presented by Tostitos, by the way, the official chip and the official dip. Of the Dallas Cowboys. What's up, Pete? You all right? I'm good. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just listening before the show. I'm just was, doing a heat check it, right it, now, man. It was man. like a Hit Sticks uh, deluxe episode uh, right okay, there. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Um, okay. We're bringing it down. I'm just I checking question, on my dial. When we're talking about the intro, when you say the official chip and dip, when you say, I know chip, you have the chip in your hand. Yep. When you go dip, is it the downward motion or is it up? Was it a combination? It's, it's up. A it's like a. It's like and a, the dip. Yeah, it's, it's like kind a of a combination. Dip. I want. Got I want you. like in the eye of the word dip. I want it at the the bottom okay, of the, the, the base, and I want it to come okay, right back the up. bell curve. Like I'm a, with you. Okay, it's like a damn Micah Parsons rip move right Ooh. there coming back up. It's almost like a Jalen Smith swipe. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Now I'm not doing that anymore. There's still some swiping going on. Unveil the swipe. Nine. Hey, we're almost in 48 hour territory. I'm just saying. It's true. This game's coming up It's almost 48 hour rule, baby. Isn't that? I mean, I know it's a Monday night going into a Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon, almost morning. But yeah, it does feel like a quick turnaround. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really, no time off. I mean, it is immediately into the Panthers, and uh, of course, the Panthers had a long week to to prepare. Cowboys and Heckman threw this stat out yesterday. NFL teams coming off of a Thursday game against the team, or excuse me, coming off of a Monday game playing a team coming off a Thursday game are 21 and 25 all time. The Cowboys are 0 and 4. So this is their fifth shot at doing that. That's past tense, Kyle. They're 0 and 4. At the That's time. past tense. Past tense has no effect. Respect the stat. It's just past tense. You're the oh. one that was these guys, these guys maybe picking Carolina. These guys weren't yesterday. even on the team. It's true. I do have a question for Isaiah, though. I have an answer for is you, there, Is there value in Carolina having 10 days for this game and the Cowboys <laughs> yes. having six? Yes. And, and not only that, it's Monday night into a noon game Sunday, so yeah. the game's on you really quick, and it's an uncommon opponent. Yeah. Like I asked Dak about it yesterday, and he, you know, he didn't act like that was something really, from a preparation standpoint, that's a concern. But does Carolina have an advantage in that regard? It's not a concern, but it is an advantage. Absolutely. If I have more time for my guys to focus on your team than they have to focus on you, it's it's, it's a clear advantage. These teams matter. don't know each other very well either. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a killer advantage. I get to watch more film. I get to study, you know, the things that you do well. I get to study the things that you do bad. I get to see your tendencies. I get to see the things that the things that are going to give me an edge. I can see where your alignments are. I, all, all those things, right? It gives me. I have more days to acknowledge those things. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to be prepared, but I'm not. I'm not going to. Have the same opportunities to prepare to the extent that you that you have, okay. and that's facts. Time is time. 
And always time is going to be on your side when you're preparing for a team like this. Yeah. Uh, of course, the Cowboys with so many different ways they can beat you. Um, and Carolina's going to have to figure out how to sl- solve it because nobody has at the moment, maybe with the exception of Tampa Bay. But, Rob, let's start off with some news and notes from the Cowboys. They had practice again yesterday. Mm. Mike McCarthy spoke yesterday and was on the fan today. What did you hear from all of that? I didn't hear Mike McCarthy on the fan today, so you might I want heard to a fill little me bit. in. I got you. Um, as far as injuries go... Uh, Malik Turner, Isaiah's guy, Hex guy, they started the, the practice window on him coming off IR. Right, row. 21-day window. So yeah, they don't have to activate him, but anytime during the three weeks. Am so, I the only one excited about him? I, maybe. No. no. You excited? No, no I am. I, no, I like what he did. I like what he did in training <laughs> camp. I thought sure. he had a dang on good training camp. So I'm excited to see him. On the field. What third of the game do we want to see improved? Special teams. That's, so how are we not excited about Malik Turner? Yeah, that's where I'm looking. Because offense, yeah. He's not going to be in a game. Yeah. But if he needed to be in game, he's, he's capable. So how if this guy is an impact core special teamer, how are we not excited about him and the potential of him coming back on this roster? Just a question. Pete just told you he's on his way back. We yeah, are excited. I'm, I was kind of more directed towards my guy, Kyle. You know, uh, my, I mean, I'm, my brother. I'm decently excited about it. I'm just not going to get up in arms about oh, it. Oh! Coming down. It's about time. You see my aura? You see what my aura just did? Did you here? see how quick that was? Did, that you see reaction? My, did you see my hands? Our little panels in the studio just fell down. Wide receiver um, hands right there. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not necessarily excited. I'm happy he's coming back, and I think you're improving from a special team standpoint, but I mean, is it really going to be that big of a change, oh, special teams-wise? What what does Malik Turner bring to the table that you don't have right now? Speed, experience, savviness, ability, uh, willingness to put your head in there and, and, and hit some people. Did you have that answer prepped? No, that was just in the head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> listen, listen here. Core special teamers are very special. That's why they play on special teams. It's, it's, not, it's not every day that you can find somebody that has the attributes to be versatile on your punt. Punt return, kickoff, kickoff return, have speed, have size, and have the willingness and understanding of their importance on the field. Most guys are capable. Most guys are not willing. What did you see from our special teams on Monday night? Did you think that they were improved from uh, the previous games? I feel like they were improved. Um, is it still? Is it what I would like to see out of them? No. I still think that when you think of this team, you think of two phases. When, you, when I think of a team, I want to think about three phases because three phases impact the outcome of the game. Right, everybody sees the impact of a miss of a missed field goal, right? That's when mm-hmm. people think about special teams. Yeah. But again, everybody writes off all the other aspects of special teams. No, I think what Anger did, the, the kick that Anger had, I mean, that yeah, flip field positions, I thought that was it. incredible. Killed I mean, it. yeah, killed it. That stuff's important. But you know, it's not just Anger, right? If Anger could kick the ball to to Jesus and Jesus could throw it back down, but if nobody's putting pressure on a punt returner, guess what? That ball's coming back. I cannot return it. I cannot argue with anything that has Jesus involved uh-uh, yeah. in it. So no. you got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you understand what I'm saying? Like you need guys out there that are going to and, and I would imagine that Turner is going to be either at one of the wing positions or he's going to be at one of the gunner positions. And who would he replace at that regard? It's <laughs> <laughs> the game we started yesterday. Let's go. You want to do this on yeah. you want to do this. I want you to I want you to do it. I'm not sure who who he will replace. Again, it would I mean there's guys that I feel like are just out there because they're on the roster. Okay. Um but I'm not sure, depending on the matchup, it would really depend on the matchup because every team that you play presents a different challenge special teams-wise. There's teams that you're going to play that have smaller guys and they can run, right? And they really don't want to – say they're punting and you're a punt return. They don't want to hold you up. 
They don't want. They're going to flash on you. They're going to. They might tap you a little bit, and they want to get down there and cover. Why? Because their punter has a boot, and they know that they're going to cover a lot of ground, and they want to hold you down on your side of the field as deep as possible, right? And then you got teams that are just huge. They're just. I mean, they're using all tight ends and defensive ends and linebackers, right? And they're 260, 250 across the board, and they just want to hold you up. They want to bear hug you, right? They just. They just want to dog on Brahma Bull. You just, right? And then. And then guess what? And then they're just going to go out there and they're just going to sky the crap out of it. So I mean, there's so many different. It's, I wish people understood special teams more because it's, it's really intricate and guys, core special teamers are respected so highly on a team because of how much they do. How much they do. So I'm, I'm really excited about Malik Turner coming up. I think he's going to have an instant impact on this roster and on our special teams. Well, news for you. We're not punting Monday, Sunday, excuse me. Yep. So. Not going to punt at all. Right? <laughs> not, we're not punting at all. Damn. I love that. <laughs> I'm messing with 70 you. to nah, 17. Exactly. <laughs> nah. What else for news and notes, Rob? Um, you're just giving me some generic, just Rob talk. Like, what's what's going on today? Mike's like, in your face. Set, talk, Rob. Set me up with something. Okay, on the injury reports, Randy Gregory was added to it with a knee um, mm. issue, I guess you want to say. But he was out. We were out at practice yesterday, and he walked past us right before practice started laughing about something. He had a jersey on. I don't know if it's I, – I don't – think it's anything that's probably going to keep him out of this game, but he's on the injury report. Is he still a large human being? He's still a large human being. And okay. he, you know what? He played really well in the game, too, even yeah, though did. you know the stats, he didn't have big-time stats in the game. I think he opened things up for other guys. Where are we with Neil? Still on COVID list. And at this point, I you know, I think you're preparing to play without him. Bradley and I are still on COVID, too. Jeez. What about Watkins? Watkins was – he looked good doing some rehab – Carlos Watkins. Yes. Doing mm-hmm. some rehab – on the field with Britt Brown during the open portion, had a knee brace on, looked good. Well, I don't think he'll be back this week. So we're still shorthanded yeah. at, on the D-line. Yep, Dorrance Armstrong still has not practiced this week. At all. Yeah. So it's, will we it's, keep it's, Hamilton active for this game? He was he was an elevation, right? Yeah, he was an elevation. I would week. imagine. I, I would bet on that. We'll see. Uh, okay. Not bet, but I, w- I, would, I would bet that happens. Um and then Tony Pollard did not practice for personal matter. Oh, okay. Whoa. So, McCarthy yeah. addressed that today on the fan, by the way. He said both of them are good, good, good to go today. Good to go? That's yes. good. good. So having a couple of those guys back is is good to go. And that was pretty much the, the gist of McCarthy on the fan today. They asked him about uh, going to Green Bay or being in Green Bay whenever Brett Favre returned because there's a lot of buildup right now with Tom Brady returned to New England. So it was a lot of side conversation, and then that was some of the, the Cowboys meat that was in there as well. We've heard that from a lot of Cowboys talk around the nation this week, and a lot of it is centered around number 4 quarterback and the return of Dak Prescott, and for good reason. I mean, the man is playing his best football, quoting directly Amari Cooper yesterday saying he is playing his best football. So... We've all heard the talk before and after of the the uncertainties of Dak now turning into the praise of Dak. What have you heard this week, Heckma, around the country and really the national recognition that Dak is finally getting for, of course, the hot start that he's had this year? Kyle, they're not giving him the credit he deserves. There's mm. such a big double standard when it comes down to Dak and the people that you know get paid to talk about this game. You don't say, uh, right? I mean, I'm but, surprised. But but I'm just saying, it just feels as though 
you know, when it, when it, we were talking about the contract and does Dak deserve the money? Does he measure up to some of the guys in his division, like the Carson Wences? And then it was uh, up against the then L.A. Rams quarterback. They were all drafted in the same class. Um, I, I think that people are using an unrealistic view uh, on Dak. And I think Dak is playing – to his abilities, he's come out and he's become so much more of a cerebral quarterback and what he's doing, his game planning with Kellen Moore. And again, the argument always changes when it comes down to Dak. And there's this double standard. I don't care what no one says. There's a double standard when it comes down to Dak because he's not graded the same way as other quarterbacks in this league. And look, quite frankly, I think he's just going to have to give them more of just rubbing it in their face because, you know, four is balling. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with him playing a little bit more like he has over the first three weeks of the year to try and prove a point. I don't think he needs to prove a point to anybody. He got the bag. Now he needs to get the victories, and he needs to eventually get the get the ring. That's it. That's all he has to prove. That's just that's to him, his family, his teammates, and his organization. Everybody else could kick rocks who has an opinion because they don't they don't they don't have any effect over what he does out here. So everybody's gonna have those opinions. What did Mama used to always say? Oh, don't don't you tell? Don't <laughs> you, boy, well, opinions are like what are and they stink. And it's they all stink. like everybody's got one. Everybody got one. <laughs> so when when you were teammates with Tony, did you see that Tony. though, did, did, <laughs> Mr. Romo? Did you see more scrutiny on him? I mean, did you guys even pay attention a, to that stuff? A, I mean, you, it's, it's, you're a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. You're gonna get scrutiny. More so than any other quarterback in this league. Why? Well, the same reasons why everybody loves the Cowboys, because of the marketing genius of Jerry Jones and the Jones family, right, and what they've done with this organization since taking it over. The the same reasons why people love the Cowboys is the same reason why people are going to hate the players or hate on the players. It's a standard. It is an absolute standard, and it's higher than everybody else. So to compare it to anybody else and how people perceive quarterbacks in this league, it's, it's you're already at a disadvantage. Him, him balling out at the same level as Aaron Rodgers is not going to get the same same amount of credit. Just not, just because he's wearing he's wearing a star, right? And the standard for the star is a ring that we haven't achieved in however many years, right? So that is the standard. Even if you get to the doggone Super Bowl and you lose, you still didn't reach the standard. Mm. That's what this. That's what the culture is here, um, and that's what he has to follow up. And, and that's what everybody everybody knows that that's what that's what you're chasing. Um, so until you attain that, you're 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 not you're not what you need to be. I think what t- what ticks me off is, you know, trying to convince me that I don't see what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm seeing this guy make the decisions. I'm seeing people at the line of scrimmage looking like they're about to br- bring the blitz and he check out of it into a play that that averages good yards. I mean, those are if you watch enough football, you'll mm-hmm. see other quarterbacks not able to do that so period and it doesn't matter how long they've been but just I guess because of the litany of of rookie quarterbacks that we see playing you see the difference in them when you you get to the elder statesman I'm just saying at this point the maturation of Dak Prescott should be applauded I understand sample size P but (laughs) in that sample size it's all good I love what I see what I'm seeing from four no I mean that's the thing like those pre-snap things like he's done that in the past Mm -hmm. I think when you're completing 80% of your passes and you're putting up the stats that he's putting up right now through three games, only a couple guys in the history of the league have done that So to start a season and they're in the Hall of Fame or they're mm. headed to the Hall of Fame. So he is playing at a higher level than we've ever seen. But mm-hmm. I do think there is more scrutiny. And I, I don't know you know, I don't know if there's another sport in this country where there's a team or a position that is scrutinized quite like this one. I don't think it, you can. Some people say maybe it's the Lakers and the yeah. center there, 
or the Yankees, somebody there. I don't I don't think it's even close, honestly. Alabama. Maybe Alabama. That's probably the only other organization yeah. that has that standard now. You might, you might have to go to international football soccer yeah. and look at Messi yeah, or something yeah, and Maradona and try to – the tradition at this franchise and yeah. what – you have to be perfect and you have to win Super Bowls. Yeah. Otherwise, you're overrated and yeah. you're overpaid and all that stuff. And Tony went through that stuff. Um, I will say by the time – and I wasn't there for a stretch there before 2014. By that point, Tony was in complete command of the offense – he had seen everything you could throw at him from a defensive perspective, and Dak's 28 years old, and I'm already you already see that mm. you already see he's he has seen everything, and that's the value of being a starter from day one as a rookie. He's got 75 starts, and he's seen it all, and it's it's coming to fruition. And he's also got a running game, and he's got a lot of things around him, and it's 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 really fun to watch, man. He's been awesome so far. That's really well said. I think from. An overall look of it, and, and others around the league are respecting it as well. I mean, Matt Rule this week, head coach of the Panthers, we're going to see him on Sunday, was very complimentary of Dak Prescott, and for good reason, saying that when he watches the tape of Dak Prescott, you know who he sees? He sees Peyton Manning and Drew Brees, the way that he can command it. That was crazy. That's a great compliment. Scrimmage. And Dak was asked about it, and he said, man, I, I appreciate the compliment, but I'm just trying to do my be myself, do my my own thing, and, and that's certainly the, the mindset for him. And Phil Snow, their, their defensive coordinator, I think compared him to Rodgers yesterday, and it's like, man, they are, they are gassing him. They are <laughs> for absolutely Sunday, man. Yeah, what's up with that? You know what? what you do. <laughs> it's what you do, but you know what? I think I think there's there's merit to it. Yep. I mean, uh, he's uh, Dalton Schultz yesterday. He's the maestro, man. He's doing everything for us, getting us in the right plays, all that kind of stuff. And he's been ridiculously accurate and making every throw and doing all the things that we've seen him do. I just don't know if people saw it or wanted to see it or have seen it at this consistent a level so far. Majority and, majority of things that he's going to do on a field that puts this team in a, in a proper position to win games, most people won't see. That's just the reality. Uh, what you see on the field in terms of stats, what you see on the field in terms of plays, is just literally just this much of what goes <laughs> what, what goes into being a quarterback in the NFL um, and being successful. So um, as much credit he's receiving or not receiving, he's doing 100 times over that much work, and he's having that much more of an impact on his, on his team. Going into this game versus the Panthers, and obviously when you have the other – teams that we've played against to judge their defense. Tampa obviously loaded the box up. Mm -hmm. uh, the Chargers didn't load it up that much, and, and Philly didn't. But when you look at the tape on the Panthers, they're going to load that box up, mm -hmm. and they're going to show a lot of guys at the line of scrimmage. And I guess the, what, I'm, what I'm alluding to is what type of game plan do you think Kellen Moore and Dak are conjuring up on that side as far as how to attack this? Because even though they load the box up, don't mean they always coming mm -hmm. or that they're not going to bail guys into coverage. It's, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm interested to see because these guys, this is the fastest defense we face by far. Whoa. Outside of I, Tampa? You know what, or man? I agree. The fastest wow. defense. Okay, Hands so down. Speed wise. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. What? Who? Devin White? And you, you would. It's, you, it's close, but I, I'm kind of just you're watching about, you're a little talking about bit. about a couple players? I think so too. Uh, I mean, they had, I mean they, no, let's not disrespect Tampa's defense, but they're not fast like these dudes. Hmm. These dudes run and they run around now. You're now, you were, you were, you were threatening. Carolina's faster. I, I don't even know Carolina's if I can say. Num Carolina's number one. Tampa has, more, early. Tampa has early. more big names. I'll stand behind that statement. They have the bigger names, more guys that you have to worry about individually on the defensive line. Right? Holistically, this is a far more aggressive, far more uh, physical, faster team. You don't think wow. so? 
No, uh, <laughs> just I just I mean in comparison to Tampa, that's all yeah, I'm no, looking no, at. I'm sure. saying Levante David and just yeah, what he's yeah. doing from a coverage standpoint. Devin White, what he does from the middle linebacking mm-hmm. standpoint. I'm thinking about Hassan Riddick and the four sacks that he has, but it's not even a comparison to a, a Jason speed wise. To he's smaller, but Jason Pierre Paul. Edomican Sue, yeah, Shaq some... Barrett, just from what they do mm-hmm. as a defense. I just I don't see that in them. And I think they've benefited from playing the Jets and they've played the Houston, played the, the Texans. This is a different ball game for them. So if they come with that same kind of intensity, look, I think we as far as blitzing and doing what they do, I think we'll have plenty of holes to take advantage of no, in this the, defense. There's gonna be opportunities there. There's gonna be opportunities. And my, my biggest thing in terms of this matchup is just matching that intensity or exceeding it. Because that's one thing that I, I know Coach Snow personally. Uh, he was at University of Washington when I was there. I know his mentality. I know what he's putting into these players. He is straight. If you guys look at his doggone coach's picture, he's straight Italiano. Mm-hmm. Right? Staying in the mafia, huh? Yeah? Okay, and that's what he puts in those guys. Right? Those guys are solid. Um, and you can see their aggression that he, that he coaches up. You can see it come to fruition on the film. And I'm excited to see our high intensity, our energy, our speed match up against theirs. I think it's going to be a heck of a battle. I think they're faster you watch Shaq Thompson and you watch their DBs. Like I think they're faster in that. Yeah, you dub the dub in in at those positions than I've seen yeah. watching the Bucks play. And one reason I think they're so good at in the run defense is their DBs get up in a hurry mm-hmm. and and will go up and make a tackle. They and want physical, to make a tackle. Burris and yeah. the physical as hell. So there's, I don't know. They're impressive. There's they're not impressive. there's not many plays when you cut on the film that everybody doesn't finish at the ball. You know what they remind me of? They remind me of that team that comes into your gymnasium that none of these guys can can touch the backboard, but they're going to play full well court together. press yeah, the whole game. Absolutely. They're going to make life hell for you. Absolutely. They're going to hit all their free throws. Absolutely. Their perimeter game is off the they're chain. Pests. They're a pest. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to put them to sleep. That's what I'm saying. Well, when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, how do we break the full court press? How do we break that press and find some holes for this offense to have some success right after the break? Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. 
Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys. Go, Kyle. Hold up. I'm trying to find the read. Hold and up. welcome back to Talking Cowboys. Hey, that was pretty good. Hold up. Wait. It's a great people, great pay replay. You've heard Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. If you want to join him and do great work with great people for great pay, apply now at jobs at caliber.com. That's jobs at caliber.com. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to Talking Cowboys. Oh, God. Before we continue diving into this next segment, um, Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, you saw what I did there. I see what you did. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to remind you at the end of this segment, Chris is going to clear the phone lines. Hey. And the first caller to call in Ooh. will be our first fan representative. Let's do this. For I'm excited. Our pickums at the end of the episode. So just so you know, they are clearing the phone lines at the end of this segment, and then over the the course of the break, call in eight 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 five five two two nine seven. I'll give you one more time to hear it eight 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 five five two two nine seven. I want to continue the conversation we had at the end of that first segment, though, talking about. Some of the challenges that this Carolina defense presents, and speed is one of those challenges. I'm I'm with Heckma. I I'm not nearly as worried, despite the numbers through the first three weeks of the year against the Jets, the Falcons, and the Texans. Oh goodness, I'm shaking in my boots. I, I'm not concerned about the numbers defensively as much for Carolina, and I watched the film too. I see what you're talking about in terms of team speed. Mm-hmm. I just I'm not as as worried about it. Why are you so concerned about what this defense can bring to the table? Because they play as a, as a, as a defense. They play as a whole. They they you know we've harped on that word culture so much, and we're starting to see it. Sure, right? We're starting to see it come together. That it's there. Carolina has that, at least on that side of the ball. They have it, and that is more worrisome for me than individual greatness. That you have to worry about because individual greatness. I can say, heck, okay, listen, fellas, we got we got to stop Heckman right here, and we got to stop Rob P. We get those guys, we're good, right? We take those guys. I'm a chip on Rob P. We're gonna double team you, heck, okay, and boom, everything else, we're good to go. That's you can't do that with these guys. Everybody is. I want to say everybody's equal, but everybody makes their contributions. Yeah, um, and that's. I feel like it's more, and that's what I mean. It's kind of the, the 300, right? Everybody, everybody bonds together, right? If there's no weak spots, I don't feel like they have a weak spot. On, yeah. on that side of the ball, and, and and then you factor in the fact they just picked up one of the best corners in the league, and they get one of their best, best their private one of their best corners back. They're strong. Yeah, and they they the team the defense just kind of fits together, yeah. like you said, with their roles, and they've devoted some draft picks up there, so they've got talent. I mean, I would say to you guys' point, like the Bucks have more great players on Absolutely. defense, uh, but this I think this is an up and coming defense. So I'm I'm just curious to see how the Cowboys handle their blitzes. Yeah. They like to blitz, they they're you know and they're selective, but on third down they'll they'll give some funky looks at you. You know they'll 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 drop 
two defensive linemen and rush two DBs off the line of scrimmage yeah. and kind of give you some weird looks. Now, Dak Prescott, again, he's seen mm-hmm. everything, basically. Uh, but but they they're, are, they're athletic enough to pull that stuff off. Yeah, and, they're, and the Cowboys are, are young at a couple spots on the offensive line. So it's an interesting matchup we'll yeah. see on Sunday. No, I agree with both of you guys. And I think when you talk about the team, the culture, and everything that Matt Rule has brought to the Panthers, it's apparent from where they were before to who they are right now. Um, I guess my thing is, is when I was looking at the, the All-22 uh, of these games, I couldn't even watch the Panthers game because the Panthers' offense was just dysfunctional. Uh, from a rookie quarterback, I just thought that was that was hard to watch. And Texans. The, game, the Texans. Texans. Yeah. yeah, both yeah, and yeah. the Texans. It was just hard to watch the way that they pressured them at the line of scrimmage. They had guys standing literally at the line of scrimmage and then bailing everybody out, blitzing, like you just said, Pete. Like stuff Parsons does. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so I just think you can get away with that versus a rookie quarterback, but against Dak, you're going to have to pull that back a little bit. You're going to have to be a lot more tamed uh, in your game plan. Now, don't get it twisted. Burns, like as much as people are talking about Hassan Reddick, you better be watching out for Burns, right? And the guy that they have, Big Brown from Auburn, he is a threat. And we've seen that internally that's where our problems are on our offensive line. Connor Williams had three holding penalties. Biotis has been getting drugged. And Biotis, it has been getting drugged. That's, that's the word, drug. Uh, but I think some of those things now, like especially with, with Terrence Steele, if he's going to need help on the outside, I think our offensive line, we've kind of cured some of those things. For, for us versus the Panthers, and this is going to be surprising, I think we just need to run at them. I think that's where we start out as far as the game plan is we unleash Zeke. At some point, Zeke is going to turn back into Zeke, and I, you're going to see it. You know, I don't think he, I don't think he left. No, he didn't. I'm just saying with playing from quarter one gotcha. to four, completely bludgeoning a defense yeah. and just making them maneuver out of I, what they're in. I agree. I think when you face an opponent like this that has a, um, what's a, a attitude or an, an approach to the game like this, you have to approach it by busting them in the mouth. You have to. You have to come downhill at them, and you got to be aggressive. You got to be forceful. You have to be deliberate, and you have to be per, you know, you know persistent. Yeah. You can't just say, "Okay, we're going to do this for the you know opening fifteen plays, and then we're going to go away from it." No, you need to. They need to know that you're going to be coming at them the entire game, and that's what I mean when I say match, you know, match or exceed their intensity. You have to take them on, and you have to enforce your will. You have to break these guys down and break their will to the point where they back down, right? Where they back down, and you know, pit bulls get after, they get after each other, and but one one dog's going to back down at some point in time, right? Somebody's going to get hurt, and it's going to yeah. – they're going to go protect their tail. That's what you have to do. And and, and, it's, and, I'm, and I say this – that's what I mean by when I say that these two teams, it's, I can't wait to see it because it's like somebody's going somebody's gonna to give. Somebody's going to give. And it's like, who's going to give first? And I, and I hope it's Carolina. Their best game so far this year, and I misspoke earlier. I said Falcons. They played the Saints, Saints as yeah. that second yeah. game. But, I mean, rookie quarterback week one, shut them down. It was the Jets. Second game was New Orleans, by far their best game. They held Jame- Jameis Winston to 11 of 22 passing, had him 111 yards, decisions. two interceptions. And he was also their leading rusher for 19 yards. Alvin Kamara was eight carries for five yards in that game. So they neutralized their best weapons. They did. And that's by far the most success they've had this year. And it was probably against their best competition. But I just don't see how you could do that with the the plethora of options that the Cowboys are having to deal with or and are throwing out there. You have to make decisions. And we talked about it yesterday with Kellen Moore. 
the way that he is calling plays right now is so balanced, it's mm-hmm. so intricate that defenses don't have time to catch up. And I think even with as good of the as the Carolina team is, they're still young. Yeah, that defense is still really young. You mentioned Derek Brown; he's second year guy out of yeah. Auburn, yeah. really good player, top ten pick for a reason. They're still young. They're still experienced. I think this is their first real test in terms of an offense. And I, I really think the Cowboys are going to have a lot of success. No, that's, again, sample size, Hack. Yeah, sample, sample size, size there, is there a big was, deal. I forget what year it was. Cowboys went up to Lambeau Field, and the Packers were allowing a, a historically low rushing yards per attempt or per game. And the Cowboys went up there and blitzed them. You know, And so I think... Carolina's to Isaiah's points average, you know, they're they're giving up 2.7 yards of carry. Well, Cowboys have a run game that is going to stretch you out with two different guys coming at you with two different skill sets. And if if they get some favorable boxes, then they've got to be able to to, to run those plays and, and test them that way. And so don't don't be afraid of the fact that they haven't given up many yards so far. Yeah, the game plan from an offensive line standpoint, just going back and watching the Eagles tape, just the way that they zoned those runs that they had on the outside, catching the edge. And I think with Hassan Riddick, he's so he's an undersized guy. He's 233 pounds. I love what Matt Rule, who was his coach at Temple, has done with him. Uh, and you see it paying off with his sack numbers. I just think that we are – we're going to be we're going to be able to have some success uh, versus them by trying to get out on the edges. If they stay in man mm-hmm. for the entire game, good luck. I expect for C.D. <laughs> Lamb yeah. to go just ham. Yeah, go yeah. ham and burn them down. And not only him, but also Amari Cooper has got to be licking his chops <laughs> and guys like Cedric Wilson as well. Because if he's going to be that third receiver, though, he's going to have plenty of opportunity versus this defense. I can't name one defense in this league that should be able to match up to our personnel when we're healthy. That's exactly. So that that's yeah. a conversation that we can have every single week, right? So now it comes down to the teams that you're playing, how how well do they execute and what's their intensity? Right? How aggressive are they? Yeah. Right? Are they going to get in your face? Are they going to stay in your hip pocket, right? Are they scared of you or do they or is their attitude such that they 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 welcome this challenge, yeah, welcome. right? I think they welcome the challenge mm-hmm. and that's why I want to see that, right? But as we flip the side on offensively, one person that I that I want to see us be able to make sure that we put the the, the fisticuffs on, the vice grips on, is is Trimble. I don't want him to get off. Yeah, the tight end out of I Notre Dame. I don't rookie. want him to get off, and I think that he can get off. I think uh, Curse, come on now, come on, do what you've been doing, do what you've been doing. We're gonna need you because this dude is gonna be his first game starting. They yeah. just they just traded away their starter. Yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> they just traded away their starter. That's how good they feel about their their tight end room, right? This, they, so now this guy is now stepping up. He's high energy. He's energetic. He's fast. He's big, right? He has he has some <laughs> some yeah. McNasty to him, <laughs> right? And I think that we're going to have a lot of opportunities to play man coverage against these guys because of the way they spread the field. If we play zone against these guys and how they spread, I mean these guys are walking out near the doggone sideline. That's how far out they use. Um, so if we play zone against that, we're going to have our issues because there are just so many gaps in a zone when you stretch it fifty three and a half yards. So we're going to have to play man to command coverage, right? Now I'm not saying that we play strictly man, but we're going to primarily going to have to play man against these guys, and we're going to have a lot of our guys that we talked about have a lot of opportunities to prove that they are what they say they are. But you said it before. Eh? Joe Brady and Kellen Moore are so similar mm-hmm. in their their approach offensively. And I think what they want to do, what I've seen from the Panthers, is they want to get you on the outside first, and then they want to hit you over the top. Mm-hmm. And so that that game plan, I think, is going to play into our benefit because yeah. of how our defense is running. That's a culture shift for us yeah. because now we have fast guys, yeah, too. True. And so you talk about how fast it's their fast defense, fast. we moving fast. I agree. And so 
that's where I think we have to have our antennas up Mm -hmm. on the big play. Their big play ability with Robbie Anderson is what worries me. Mm -hmm. I'm not so much worried about Trimble. I think we can do things to bracket him. Um, but I think their big play stretching the field because I think you put Brown on it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about about Robbie Anderson unless they get the run game going. Boom. Because once you respect play action, then he's gone. That's what that's what they do. They they lure you to sleep, right? They get this run game going. Now you have to play eight in the box because they they're bringing in thirteen personnel and they can still throw out of the doggone thing. One one you know with run with uh, three True. tight ends, they can still throw out of that with their True. with their versatility of their tight ends. So they're run and pass threat yeah. out of that. Um, but then they lure you to sleep because they'll come out in twelve personnel, two tight ends, right? A, a receiver out there, you know, two receivers and, and and running backs, and all of a sudden these boys are going off the top of your head because Robbie Anderson is just that. Fast, all 100, 117 pounds. No, he Fort Lauderdale, Florida, fast, yeah. and that's fast. It happened yeah. two years ago in a different uniform. Yep. Ninety-two yards, touchdown. I think it was uh, a different corner and a different safety that yeah. aren't on the team anymore uh, involved in that play. Yeah. But it did happen. Darnold to Anderson, uh, and they will, you know, they'll test you deep. No we, doubt about we get, it. We give a hundred percent effort now. Rob, I'm not sure you know that, <laughs> about our secondary. That was that was one of the I conversations in you. week six of 2019 <laughs> with that Jets loss. Goodness. All right. When we come back, it is pick'em time. Chris is clearing the phone lines as we speak. We are picking the week four games of the NFL season. And when we come back, we'll have our first fan representative when we return with more Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see Uh-oh. what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more. Essilor on Talking Cowboys, the 
Say it with your chest. Friday edition of the Mike Toss. I swear. Unity! <laughs> I like that hat, by the way. Thank you very much, sir. The hat game is a, a, a burger joint. Week. It's a burger joint from uh, from back home. Is it? Yeah, That's my sister sick. got it for me for Christmas. It's I was wondering joint. if it was like a nutrition label or no. It's it's the menu. A menu. This is the menu. They have a really okay, simple that's menu. Even better. It's but you don't even eat meat. And I need more. But when I did, like this is if I got home at eleven o'clock back in Seattle, I was driving up to this oh restaurant. Oh gosh, I love it. And I was going to get it. And I need I need I need two cheese, two fry, a strawberry milkshake, and, and four tartars. You're such an oxymoron. You're such a contradiction. What do you say? You wearing that hat makes me laugh. Oh, because <laughs> shut up. because of right. yesterday. Oh no. <laughs> Some inside joke with Beamer? Always. Uh, no, hang with the boys. Uh, what was hanging with the boys? Uh-oh. No, they. Um, Shannon was like, uh, you wear a hat every day. And Jesse's like, I never wear a hat. The wrong oh. guy. Damn. Oh, like, yeah. goodness. Uh, it's so easy to, to, I mean, they got a mixtape coming out. What? 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 Je- Jesse wish he looked like me. Wow. <laughs> what happened to the group? I thought y'all was a rap group, the Shea Butter Brothers. <laughs> Shea Butter Brothers. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, before no, this we, gets we can any more the off the rails, we we're going to get into our pick. It was okay. going crazy on, on social media. <laughs> uh, I saw oh, the quote. Well, people yeah, tag was, Jesse all the time tag, and say it's me, yes, right? Yep. All the time. So and, and vice versa, too. Really? Yes. Yeah, they do it the uh, other way around all the time. Yes. Yes. This is Isaiah Stanback. That is Jesse Holly on Hanging with the Boys. Yeah. Isaiah's the one that wears the hat. With the Pickleade and Perturals. No, there you go. Do you think is there? Do you think Jesse could do that? No, Jesse, right don't now. start doing that no, on your right show. Now. Yeah, please. please don't do it. Jesse, yeah. no. You That's made our a thing. gift for that, right? Okay, you sent me a gift. <laughs> Updating the standings from last week. Isaiah bringing up the rear. He is seven and ten hmm. overall. Hold up. Hold up. Two hold and up. one in the Cowboys. I had a rough week. Uh, hey, the, uh, Heckma Harrison is at an even five hundred. He's just one game above. Isaiah Stanback. He's at ten and ten overall. I eight, told you. Eight and nine. Hmm. Crimetry. Two and one against the Cowboys. You said I'm seven and ten? You're nine and er, uh sorry. You're nine and eleven overall. Nice drop, yeah. Chris. That was good. Do-do, well do-do, done, do-do, boom. Nice. Uh, <laughs> hope your phone dies. I so love that. <laughs> Heckman's nine or excuse me, Isaiah's nine and eleven. Heckman's ten and ten. Rob had go. a fantastic week. Damn it. Rob just went off. He only lost one game, and that was the Chiefs game that we all picked wrong. And, and he tried to steal a game from me, too. Yeah, I Came by up. my cube yesterday and was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you picked the Man. Giants. So, mm-hmm. no, I did Rob's not. Rob's wife is picking for him. That's Ooh. not true. That's not true. Let's go. Uh, Rob is 12-8 and eight now, and I am in first at 13-7. and seven. I can't name all 32 teams. We have our first fan representative of our Pick'em segment. George from South Carolina is – oh, wait. Is that right? Is that George from South Carolina? I think yes, it is. What's hey, up, George? George, how's it going, man? All right, man. Love the show. Hey, hey George, no pressure. No pressure, George. You are picking for the fans, so I'm just – hey. You better hey now you started it off. If where we go from here is up to you, George. All right, that we can beat you guys. Ooh, Let's do it. Okay, and they're starting at an even five hundred, so it's ten and ten to start for Did George say he could the beat fans. Us? Uh-huh. Did what George say he could beat us? That's yes, what he just he said. said the fans could beat us with his chest. With his chest. Okay, we'll let you start off, George. It's the Lions and the Bears. Our first game this week: Chicago five and one versus Detroit in the Matt Nagy era. I'm going to go with Detroit. Wow. Okay, so Detroit, Detroit. even though they are 0 3, going bold there. Or, excuse me, we'll go with Heckman first. (laughs) (laughs) 
genius. Heckler. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, George on this. I think I'm going with the Lions also. Okay, Lions Dan. Wow, so three and zero for the Lions. I'm gonna pick the Bears and go away from the Tide. Rob, the Bears. The Bears. There's our first one. Okay. Sorry, excuse me. I'm having to go back and forth. Washington and Atlanta, the football team, without Ryan Fitzpatrick going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Isaiah looks happy to piggy picking this game. The Washington team that's trying to find out the team name. Okay, so mm. Washington. Hackma? The team. So bad. I'm it's at it's in Atlanta. I'm gonna take the Falcons Don't do this, this game. Don't I am this. too. I'm taking you know, Matt Ryan. We're coming back, baby. Mm-hmm. Get, give me ice. Let's go. Matty Ice. George? Okay. George? Washington. Washington. Go, nice. Okay, the Cardinals and the Rams. This is going to be a really good football game. Jeez. Rams have won eight straight games you against the Where's Cardinals. I'm going first. Where's it at? And I'm going to pick the Rams. At It's in L.A. Oh, so I'm going to pick L.A. They look just unstoppable yeah. right now. Give me the Rams. Heckman? God, that's a tough one. It is it tough. Is. Arizona's a good football hey, team. Who are you going hey, with, Pete? A.J. Green is waking up. I'm going Rams. You going Rams? Yeah. They, they, they stole Arizona, me. They, yeah, I would pick. I would pick the Cardinals, but it's in. It's in L.A. They stole us a game last week, right? I go Rams. Yeah, I go Rams. I'm going sheep with horns. So the Rams. <laughs> okay, George. Rams. Rams across the board on that one. Okay, how about the Ravens and the Broncos? Ooh, this didn't look like it would have been a game beat. earlier. But, hey, the Broncos are 3-0, and and it's a battle of former Louisville That's quarterbacks crazy. Lamar Jackson and Teddy Bridgewater Teddy B. at the same time. Mm. Rob, we'll let you start this one. Give me the Ravens. Okay, the George. Ravens. Baltimore. The Ravens there, too. Where are they playing? It's in Denver. Oh, going with Denver. Ooh, Broncos home. Okay. Broncos. Yeah, Mount no. High. No, Baltimore. Okay. Oh, you switched it. Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay, I'm going to go with locked the Ravens in now, there Baltimore. as well. Locked in Baltimore. Right. Okay, locked in. Baltimore Raiders and the Chargers, a battle out Ooh. west. This one also in L.A. It's on Monday night. That's a great Monday That's night game. It's a yeah. SoFi doubleheader. Yeah, it is a SoFi doubleheader. Great. We got it. Rams on Sunday and then the Chargers on Monday. Crew. Las Vegas has won three of their last four against the Chargers, and we'll start with Isaiah on this one. Dang it, that's a tough one, man. Um, let's go with uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, ooh the Raiders. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Waller, I like Waller. I think I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Chargers here. <laughs> yes. George. Chargers. Chargers for George. Chargers, George. Yes. Let's go, heck. Good, pick, go, George. Good pick, George. Good pick, George. Good pick. Hey, let's have it. Let Not have so it. fast. It's locked in. This is good. Let's go, I like baby. This a lot. Come back All season. right. Final game we are picking this week. It's the Cowboys and the Panthers. We have got some uh, good football on the docket Sunday afternoon at noon as the Cowboys try and win their third straight, continue their <clears> momentum, <throat> and open up the home season at a whopping 2-0 and at AT&T Stadium. Can we start with George since he's from Carolina? Yes, we are going to start with, with George here in a second. But uh, noon kickoff on Fox. Carolina allowed 14 points or fewer in each game this season. Can the Cowboys offense get off the ground? What do you say, George? I'm going to say it's going to be a fairly low-scoring event, uh, but Dallas is going to win 21-17. 21-17, I like that. Wow, low-scoring. Rock like fight. It. Okay. Good job, George. I like that pick a lot. I, I I still go back to what we've seen so far. Cowboys offense, somebody's got to show us that they can stop both the run and the pass. So give me Cowboys in a pretty close game, 27-21. Okay. 
I'm going to pick the Cowboys as well. I don't think it's really going to be that close. I think it's 31-14. Give me Dallas on a in a blowout at home. And we, uh, we're, we're going Isaiah first. <laughs> Damn you, Carl. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the Cowboys 20-14. to 14. Okay. Low score. Oh, you guys still, you think it's going to be a low-scoring game? There's going to be a lot of people getting hit. I like it. Okay. Physical. And finally, Heckma Harrison. Well, if you've ever been invited to go hunting with Chris Beam, you realize that Chris Beam has the kind of guns that could shoot you from 300 yards away. So Didn't know that about Chris Beam. You better know it about Chris Beam. You better know it about Chris Beam. so much catching up to do. I'll tell you what. So (laughs) what I'm trying to say is we pull out the big guns. Oh. On Sunday, oh. and yeah, I keep telling y'all about the sniper rifle and the, oh. the peaky weaky that Dak Prescott is getting. I think we scored 30 points. This is going to be, uh, yeah, at home. Oh. That's what we do. 30 points. I think 30 to 21. Man, straight Tostitos today. Tost- yeah, Jimmy Johnson yeah. in the back getting it done. All right, George. Well, thank you very much for being our My man, George. Hey, Thanks, George. Enjoy, Enjoy the George. weekend. You're the man. Love the show. Thank, thank you. Well, thank you so much. And we, we love all our listeners out there, including George from South Carolina, picking the Cowboys all the way across the board. That's going to do it for us this week. Hope you had some fun and learned something here over the last four days. Be sure to join us on Monday, 9 a.m. Central Time. We will break it down, win or lose, for the Dallas Cowboys. But for Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Heckma Harrison, Chris Beam in the back, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Heckma, what do we say on Friday? Cowboy Nation, I hope your team win. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!